Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Sharp Edge, a sports conversation for the sports betting world. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Featuring legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. How much that do-ray may be for? And Scott Seidenberg. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This is The Sharp Edge. Alongside the legend Brandon Lang from BrandonLang.com, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is the Sharp Edge Sports Betting Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts from. If you haven't subscribed to the Sharp Edge, what are you waiting for? Because not only are we handing out winners each and every week, but we're giving you the best in entertainment as well. As we welcome in Brandon Lang, and Brandon, before we get into the football this weekend, you have any baseball plays, whether it's strictly on a, a game, an individual game this weekend, or if you're any series like I got the Yankees minus 235 uh to win the series against the twins what do you what do you got going on in baseball well let's be honest here there are very few handicappers in the country that can throw out the record that I'm about to throw out to you when it comes to major league baseball um I've had probably one of my best baseball runs in the last two and a half months came out of the box Tuesday with under the posted total and brewers in Washington got that 25 diamond. And then of course, a Wednesday night, I just thought the Rays and their bullpen ERA and their overall pitching staff and the way they matched up and Oakland had lost eight straight elimination games. I just said, get in value with the race. Give me a plus 120, bang that home. I'm 22 and five. My last 27 baseball releases at brandonlang.com. Let me say that again because that's unbelievable for people out there who know betting baseball to go on that kind of run 22 and 5, my last 27. So obviously football takes precedence Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I'll be back to the diamond on Tuesday. Not to say that I'm not still handicapping, not still looking um, and watching because you can't just show up cold turkey on Tuesday. So uh, everybody <clears throat> that wants to win in baseball, you'll know where you need to go after you're uh, fed the crack of college and pro football um, from your drug dealer, BrandonLang.com, dealing the football crack Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then it's back to the baseball heroin to improve on the 22 and 5 run. No, I'm not let, doing let, drugs. Let, let, let me put that, no, Brandon, let me put that 22 and 5 in perspective, okay? This entire okay. baseball season, my record was 93. 85 and five plus 11.95 units, right? Going 93 and 85, I thought was a very good season. Thanks. 22 and five is absurd yeah. in major league yeah, baseball. And a $10 better is up 11,000 and change for baseball this season. So it's, it's been a, that streak you know, is unheard of though. And listen, you, you want to know why I went off on the fat fuck Freddie Kitchen. I'll tell you why. I had a winning month of May, winning month of June at BrandonLang.com, winning month of July, winning month of August. I was going for a fifth straight winning month. And it came down to the Hunter Dimer I lost with the fat mm. pig, mm. Freddie Kitchen in Cleveland, plus points over the Rams. So, you know what? It is what it is. Um... I was right there for winning month number five in a row, and that fat prick cost me. That fat scumbag mother 
Don't get me riled up. Yeah, and see, everybody thinks he's a great coach now because they went and beat up on an overrated Ravens team. That's going into Pittsburgh lane three and a half. I'm going to get beat again, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I'm okay now. Um, we're in a good place. Um, I have the Rams tonight, uh, plus one and a half. I saw they scored the opening uh, possession of the second half to uh, to go up by six. But the last two Thursday nights, we've done the podcast with the Thursday night game going, and I'm covering, and everything looks good, we get off the podcast, and I got no shot whatsoever. So it is what it is. What are you going to do? Well, let's get started with the college football action. Nip at night on Friday night. Have you seen what the field looks like for this game between Cincinnati and UCF? They repainted no. the f- they repainted the field, Brandon, at Nippert Stadium. Black and red turf. With the eyes of the Bearcat at, at at midfield with the Cincinnati skyline across the field. This is going to be an insane atmosphere for college football. And people are wondering, why is UCF only favored by three and a half? This might be for the championship in the American Athletic Conference. Well, SMU will have something to say about that as well. But these are two of the top teams in the American Athletic Conference. And I might have to ride with the home dog here in Cincinnati in what's going to be an absolutely raucous atmosphere at Nippert Stadium. Yeah, I think you're being sucked in, you know. Probably, um, probably, I, because UCF will probably put up 60 points and I'll get run out I, of the building. I would be remiss that friends of mine that listen to the podcast, most notably my man Dan the Man, who lives in Vegas, uh, one of the most astute gamblers, poker players, Baccarat, Blackjack, counting cards, banned from casinos, hence the reason why we call him Dan the Man. He listens to the podcast religiously and says, if you don't make a stripper reference in the first five minutes, there's something wrong. Well, Dan, the man, Scott likes the dog here. He's being enticed, much like that stripper's trying to entice you into the champagne room rather than just getting the dance at the chair. See, if you get the dance at the chair, it's 25 bucks. They get you in that champagne room. They're going to whack you for a good 200 for the half hour. Telling you, promising all this stuff's going to go on. See, Cincinnati's that stripper dragging you into the champagne room. See, UCF's that hot stripper. I'm just going to get a little dance at the chair right there. Or the guy next to me is getting a dance, and what do I do? I just lean over and sponge off his dance. I still need to be grinding <laughs> on me. I just lean over and sponge off his real quick. He's three feet from me. I get to look at her, get to watch her. She's actually making eye contact with me. I'm like, how you doing, baby girl? Yeah, you get done with him, maybe I'll buy you a cocktail, we do a shot at the bar. So you're being enticed by Cincinnati, but the numbers of UCF, 18-8 and eight against the spread as a favorite the past three years, a sensational 8-0 and oh against the spread, weekday record on the road. And last but not least, Cincinnati, when seeking conference uh, payback, 2-12 mm-hmm. and 12 against the spread, 2-12 and 12 against the spread. I'm a home dog guy. I love home dogs as much as I love strippers, man. But this home dog, I'm going to have to pass, and uh, I'm going to rule UCF myself. Now, I tweeted out the picture of the field earlier in the week, and at that point, I think it was Tuesday, you could have gotten this at four and a half. It's at three and a half now. And if we see some more steam line moves like this, it might actually behoove you to pick UCF if it gets to under a field goal. So. Yep. 
that yep. might be the way that it's moving here. Uh, let's let's get into the early window of the college action on Saturday, Brandon. Those noon Eastern time kickoffs, a big matchup in the Big Ten. Number nineteen, Michigan. Number fourteen, Iowa. The Wolverines minus three and a half. This is a team that is so fraudulent. I'm telling you, Jim Harbaugh's gone after this year. He is such an overrated head coach. This team stinks, and everyone buys into this Michigan hype. Oh, they got the Jordan Brand on the jerseys, and there were people, Brandon, there were people picking Michigan to win the Big Ten, not Ohio State. And there were people that actually had this Michigan Wolverines team going to the college football playoff. If they played Ohio State right now, they'd get their ass kicked. That's how much better Ohio State is than Michigan. I'm not comfortable betting on Michigan ever right now. And the fact that they're three and a half point favorites against Iowa in a game that I think is going to be a punch them in the mouth type of game. I'm not comfortable laying the points with the Wolverines. What about you? There's a show on Netflix called Friday Night Tykes. <laughs> great show. I've seen it. it. It's a great show, bro. And uh, when Jim Harbaugh loses this game outright to Iowa, and then he loses to Ohio State 56-21 to 21 at the end of the year, Jim Harbaugh will be living in Miami-Dade County coaching one of the Miami Tykes team on a Friday night on Netflix. And the fans are going to be gambling on him. (laughs) And that's how far the fall from Gase is for the guy who still hasn't learned to not tuck his sweatshirt into his khaki pants. For instance, a dog, people don't realize this man is – first of all, Iowa's a damn good football team. Uh, for instance, 18 and four against the spread last 22 versus conference foes coming off a win of 21 points or more. And uh, if Harbaugh not only six and 14 against the spread versus undefeated opponents, but that number goes to 0 and eight against the spread in his last eight games. Ladies and gentlemen, you've taken the time to listen to the Scott and B. Lang podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Get you some of Iowa plus the points and get you some Iowa on the money line. They will run to Michigan and win that game outright. Let me just tell you a little something about for, for people that don't really watch a lot of Iowa football, okay? The Hawkeyes, second in the nation in fewest penalties. They lead the country in the fewest amount of turnovers. They just turned the ball over one time so far, right? They have a veteran quarterback in Nate Stanley who's hitting 64% of his passes, 965 passing yards with eight touchdowns and no interceptions. This is a tight team led by a veteran quarterback that does not make mistakes. Meanwhile, Michigan, they make mistakes. And in a tight game, I'm going to take the team that's not going to turn the football over and that's not going to commit the bad penalty. I don't care where this game's played. You're giving me the three and a half. I'm taking the Hawkeyes. Let me just say this. If you're a a better who your max bet is $500, take Iowa plus the three and a half for 500 and then take the money line for 250 just in case some slippy, flippy, 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 bippy, flippy goes on and Michigan wins by a field going overtime. Well, that's great. At least you're still covered. You pick up 250. Money line dogs, if you like the underdog, I tell people this all the time, bet a max, whatever your max wager is, 500,000, 2,000, 3,000. Then money line, take it for half that. Reason why? Never pass up it. Listen. If a stripper is going to give you a free lap dance, 
then take the free lap dance. Don't ever turn down the free lap dance. So if they're going to give you points, take the points. And then money line for half. Let's go into this next game in the 330 window in which, in my opinion, Brandon, features a top three team in the country right now. They might not be ranked that high, but right now, they are, they are, in my opinion, one of the top three teams in the country. I think they're the second best team in the country, and we didn't even discuss this, and I know where you're going, because the number one team in the country is the Ohio State Buckeyes. The number two team in the country is the Auburn Tigers. The number three team in the country is Clemson, and the number four team in the country right now, in B. Lang's opinion, is the Alabama Crimson Tide. That, from my eye test, tells me that's what I have. Well, Ohio you and I, State you and I, yep. you and I are on the same page, okay? And I'll yep. get to the Buckeyes, but I'm strictly talking about Auburn right now. If we ranked the SEC teams right now, Auburn would be number one, Georgia would be number two, and then maybe LSU is better than no, Alabama. No, no, okay, no, okay, maybe no, Alabama. No, That's fine. No, no, no. But off, I'm not. Listen, off, I'm not talking. Forget because, about. Listen, because, forget about what it's going to look like at the end of the year. Just right now. As of no, right Georgia, now, for Georgia, for Georgia to work their way in the top four, you've got to fucking rip Notre Dame's heart out at home. On, in well, that's a coaching decision. That's a Kirby uh, Smart listen, bad coaching I, listen, decision, though. Kirby Smart. Here's the difference. Okay, here's the difference. Kirby Smart walks up to a strip bar, and the devil says, "Kirby, go in and take it deep." And then the angel goes, Kirby, just go to the sports bar and be a good boy. Kirby goes to the sports bar and be a good boy. See, Gus Malzahn, he goes into the strip bar. He takes it deep. Day of Ohio State, he goes into the strip bar and takes it deep. Nick Saban, hell no. Nick Saban's at some polo outlet mall buying polo shit. And Dabo, he takes it deep, but Dabo's got some work to do with that performance at North Carolina. I get it. I I get it. But if you're going to work your way into the top four as the season goes on and you get a prime time slot at home and you've got a chance to show the world how good you are, I listen, I didn't use Georgia big over Notre Dame. We talked about it on the podcast. I said it's a good spot for, for Georgia to announce their presence with authority. They didn't announce shit. That's it. Georgia, Kirby Smart, listen, Nick Saban is always going to make Kirby Smart his little biatch. We've seen it. He can't beat him because he doesn't coach aggressively. If you're going to beat Nick Saban, you've got to coach aggressively. You've got to take chances. And when you're at home on a Saturday night with fourth and one, from the 15-yard line against Notre Dame, and you've got a chance to shove it up their ass, and you kick a field goal? Yo, Kirby, that ain't very smart. So I get your little love fest with Georgia, but I'm sorry. It's Auburn, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, just like that. All right, well, all that being said, you and I are in 100% agreement on Auburn, and they're going to go into Gainesville on Saturday and they're coming away with a victory because Boy. I'm looking at this Auburn team and I'm staring at the potential right now. They're what five and oh, I'm seeing seven and oh 
going into Baton Rouge on October 26th. That's what they're looking forward to. Where's the Alabama? Where's the Alabama Auburn game? That's at Jordan Hare. This this Auburn Tiger team could have a a college football playoff berth on the horizon, but it starts this Saturday. It starts this Saturday, Brandon. They are going to blow out Florida because as good as Kyle Trask has been at quarterback for them and, and taking over for Felipe Franks, who was injured, the Florida team has never seen a defense like the Auburn Tigers. And that's going to be the difference in this game. The fact you're getting the value you're getting, um, October 3rd, 2019, Scott and B. Lang podcast. You heard it here first. Auburn will go into LSU and beat LSU. Auburn will beat Alabama at home. Auburn will win the SEC championship. And Auburn's going to crash the Final Four party because I'm drinking the Bo Nix Kool-Aid. I love boys with the first name Bo. <laughs> if my wife and I had a boy, he was going to be Bo. His name Bo was Lang. Be Bo because Bo my, Lang. My, name, my name is Brandon Scott Lang. My kid was going to be a Bo Scott Lang. Now the quarterback number 24, Bo Scott Lang, B.S. Lang. But anyway, I'm telling you. I believe in this Auburn team, and, and they are. And that's going to be a monster play for me because they're probably going to go into LSU getting more than a field goal. So, yes. in agreement with you there, um, and I do like them over, over Florida. Let me give you one more college play here. Four o'clock, Northwestern is a seven-point dog in Nebraska. Don't just take Northwestern with the points because they're 10-0 and against the spread as a conference underdog under Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, take them money line. They're going to go into Lincoln no, and beat no, Nebraska. No, 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 no. I, I have to. I would be remiss if I didn't correct you um, because they did make a movie about me and not you, so I must correct you. Please you do. You just said they're 7-0. 10-0. 10-0 as a conference road underdog. Oh, road underdog. Okay. Thank God you threw road in there because those – those boys got bitch cap and machine state at home like it was nobody's business. That's like the really ugly stripper that's just rolling around all night asking people for dances and she can't get dances and you feel sorry for her. I'm that guy that I'm that guy that's sitting in the strip bar and I you know, I spent four hours in there and I watched the one girl that's getting no love. Be lying will call her over and say, Baby girl here, I, here, let me let me get you get you a little twenty and get you going. Because if guys see you dancing for me, then maybe some other guys will ask because you're having a tough time of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity charity stripper employer. That's the way you got to be, Scott, because everybody's working hard to make a living. So Northwestern's working hard on the road. I could see that. Uh, no opinion for me. I'm going to go off the radar. I'm a believer in Matt Rule and the Baylor Bears. Number Fighting one Matt country. Rules. Yes. And listen, number one team in the country in third down conversion, getting three and a half at Kansas State. Let me tell you something. He turned around Temple. It's taken him three years. He's got this Baylor team rolling. Listen, I I had two games that I was considering to be my best bet at BrandonLang.com on Saturday. Number one was Baylor plus the points over Iowa State, and number two was Oregon State at home over Stanford. Both lines were three. And I looked at 
Iowa State and they scored 70 plus, I think, on La Monroe or, 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 or somebody the week before, and I just got spooked a little bit. So I told my clients to buy the half point with Oregon State at home plus three and a half over Stanford, and I was suicidal. I was ready to, to, to drive into Manhattan and go to the top of the Empire State Building and jump off. Iowa State wins outright. I wouldn't even have to sweat the day, but what do I do? I use the late game. So I got to sweat all day and sweat the late game, and then I'm down 28-14. But that guy, Dan the Man, was pulling it in for me at the sports book. He said one score were there, 28-21, got a stop, 28-28, and then the 31-28 final, we got the win. So long story short, this week, Baylor Bears plus a three-and-a-half over K-State. All right, let's go to the NFL, and I'll start with a team that burned me last week hard. Oh, it's the boy. Oakland, the Oakland Raiders burned me, Brandon. This listen, is a team. Not this only, is a team. Listen, not only you. Everybody jumped on the Colts. Did you, did you realize that the Raiders were 2-14 and 14 straight up in their last 16 road games? Just 3-15 against the spread? They are awful on the road. They were playing at 10 a.m. body clock time, and they just handed it to the Colts. Yeah. But right now, yeah. going to London, more travel for this Raider team. This is not a good spot for them. I don't care that Chase Daniels, the quarterback of the Bears, that Bears defense will light it up against Derek Carr and the Raiders. Do you realize the last nine teams to win an international series game have gone on to make the playoffs that year? The Raiders ain't winning this game because they ain't going to the playoffs. I'm riding the Chicago Bears in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium laying the five and a half. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't say that when going to London, your first stop has to be Stringfellows Strip Bar. Uh, been there. Of course uh, I got to tell you, when when strippers do blow in London, they go when they when they want to do another line. This is just for anybody out there that would like to know this. They go, can I have another squeaky Lena? Like, <laughs> hey, when they want another line, they say squeaky Lena. So for you, Scott, your your squeaky Lena. Dad of the day, are you ready? Yes, please. Are you ready? I'm ready. So you're you're squeak Scott. Can I have another squeaky Lena? After playing Minnesota, the Chicago Bears are nine and one against the spread away from home after meeting Minnesota. Now, the Raiders are 0 and four straight up and against the spread when coming off a win. And you ready for this? As with underdogs four twenty and one straight up and eight and seventeen against the spread all time in London, can Scott and the hot stripper and string fellows get another squeaky Lena? You're on the right side with the Chicago Bears. And and like we always say, Brandon, as long as you're on the right side, that's all that matters. It's okay to lose a bet as long as you're on the right side. And that's That's it. We are on the right side of that game. Listen, uh, other... I got a blow. I got a blowout for you. Um, okay. I think it's the biggest blowout on the card. Um, if I saw this quarterback on the street, I would walk up to him and tap him on the back of his shoulder and say, "Yo, yo, turn around. You don't know me, 
But my name, is, my name is Brandon Lang, and Hollywood made a movie about my life star, Matthew McConaughey. I'm a sports gambler, and you have cost me so much fucking money. Pull your wallet out right now and give me everything you have in it. And if you got an American Express black card, you give that to me right now so I can charge and bang that motherfucker out because you have destroyed me. And that quarterback is, you like that? You like that? You like that? Kirk Cousins buried me, buried me. And goes in the press conference after the game and says time and time again, well, I can't make those mistakes, and i got to be better than that. Kurt, we're tired of hearing it, but here's the key. Kurt, you have a chance on Sunday to make every wrong right. You have a chance on Sunday to beat a Giants team that is overrated and overvalued because Daniel Jones has come in and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's beat the Washington Redskins. And everybody's drinking the New York Giant Kool-Aid. Everybody's drinking the Daniel Jones Kool-Aid. And what people fail to realize is Daniel Jones is seeing a Minnesota defense coached by Zimmer that's going to show him some shit. It's like a virgin walking into a strip bar and immediately gets dragged into the champagne room. He's so overwhelmed, he doesn't know what hits him. Then they slip some E in his drink. He, he drinks it. He goes high. And next thing you know, there's 50000 on his credit card, a.k.a. the movie Hustler, which is the worst movie you'll ever see in your life. To the numbers. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings are 11-0 against the spread under Zimmer facing a team that's, that's 500 or less and a non-conference opponent. 10-2 and against the spread against the NFC East and the clincher. Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer is 16-3-1 against the spread versus non-conference opponents when coming off a loss, including 8-0 against the spread as a favorite. This is being handed to you on a tee. Let, let me just put it in because our listeners on the podcast just know I love strippers. I'm a big fan of strip bars. I've lived in them. I DJ'd in them. I, I'm a stripper guy. This Ladies and like, gentlemen, please welcome Candy to the stage. You like that? That's good, right? That was good. That was really a good two-song call from Mercedes. I need Diamond to the DJ booth. The drug dealer <laughs> spooning his El Camino's in the back door. Ladies, go get your Ian Coke. Listen to me. This is like walking into a strip bar, and the hottest stripper in the world off work walking out, and she sees you, and she grabs your hand, and she goes, you want to go gamble a little bit and party? And you go, yeah, let's go. That's what Minnesota is this week. I'm telling you, the blowout on the Sunday card is the Minnesota Vikings minus points over the Dutch. Love it. Love it. Uh, a couple of live dogs for me. Uh, I think the Packers getting three and a half in Dallas is a good play. Uh, other live dogs, I like the Jaguars getting three and a half in Carolina. And I like the Cardinals getting the points against the awful Bengals. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton needs to get out of the NFL and go to work for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I will pick you up. That's basically what Andy Dalton needs to do. Now, this is for you since you brought up Green Bay and Dallas. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. The Brandon Lang stat of the day. The Dallas Cowboys are 1-18 against the spread as a non-division favorite when coming off a straight-up and against-the-spread loss. 
They lost straight up and against the spread at the Saints. Now they're a non-division favorite against the Packers. Take Aaron Rodgers plus the points. I agree with you there. I will leave Jacksonville alone. And for me, the other play on the Sunday card is I, I, I think the line maker has once again undervalued the New Orleans Saints. I think minus two and a half, you're getting value based on the fact that uh, Tampa Bay beat the Rams going into New Orleans. The line value is created off the hype of the Tampa Bay win over the Rams. Um, I think the Saints underneath the field goal, all Teddy Bridgewater does is win. People have no idea that he took the Minnesota Vikings uh, to the playoffs. And if not for a Walsh chip shot missed field goal from 28 yards in zero degree weather, um, Teddy Bridgewater would probably still be playing in Minnesota. I think you're getting incredible value with New Orleans Saints on Sunday. I'm with you there. Uh, I also think the Chiefs are going to blow out the Colts, but a tough line to play, but they're going to blow them out. If anything, tease it down, um, and, and that could be something to look at there. Monday night, I know you hate Freddie Kitchens, but I'm going with the Browns getting four points. I just think that's too many points in that game. Anything over a field goal, and I'm firing the Browns. Great. I'm happy for you. You, 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 you <laughs> can, uh, make sure you do that. Listen, I may – my clients may hate me on Monday night that it's the first time since the movie came out in 2005 that I don't release a football play on Monday night. Well, I'm sorry. I'll go to baseball. Listen, fuck that. I'll go to hockey. I'm really, Brandon Lang is releasing a hockey play on Monday night because fat fuck Freddie Kitchen can get on his knees and suck my, I won't say it because of the podcast, but uh, Freddie, the warden gave you reprieve. The world thinks you're great because you beat a bad Ravens team. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. We'll end the podcast with it. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers at home will beat the Baltimore Ravens outright. Baltimore's overrated. Lamar Jackson overrated. Um, people think Freddie Kitchens is a great coach. I will be releasing a hockey play or a baseball play or international soccer before I take a dollar out of my pocket and put it on that fat food coma scumbag Freddie Kitchen. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, since you mentioned Major League Baseball, whenever you see the odds, wherever they are, to be the next manager of the New York Mets, even though Joe Girardi's the favorite and is probably going to land that job, put a couple of bucks on Carlos Beltran as a dark horse to land that managerial position. Okay? You heard it from me. Well, you you know my affiliation with the Mets, Terry Collins, who is my high school baseball coach, is married to Terry Collins' sister. So you know Terry's known me since I was eight years old. So my affiliation with the Mets is Terry's still in the organization, and uh, I uh, I had some lot of lot of Mets tickets my way from Terry. So uh, you know I thought Mickey Calloway was a bad hire. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I like that dark horse, by the way, um, Terry Collins comes back and takes over the Mets for two more years. No, no, he said no that's not happening. <laughs> he told me personally he said it's probably George Girardi. You're right. Yep, it is going to be George. All right, Brandon. Well, good luck this weekend, brother. I'll talk to you next week. All right, Scott. See you, bud. There he is, Brandon Lang. Be sure to check out brandonlang.com. You can follow me on Twitter at scottsonair, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Be sure to subscribe to The Sharp Edge wherever you get your podcasts from. You simply search for us, The Sharp Edge. Type in sports betting, believe, B-L-E-A-V. You can find us on their website. Type in my name, Scott Seidenberg, or type in Brandon Lang on your podcast app, and you'll be able to get each and every episode downloaded directly to your device every single week. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.